Welcome to the Profit First REI podcast, where real estate investors master financial management, eradicate entrepreneurial poverty, and learn to be profitable from day one. Now for your host, David Richter. Hey everyone, it's David Richter again here on the Profit First REI podcast. Have a very special guest today, Paul Ross. And Paul actually is an author, speaker, trainer, uh, master hypnotist, master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming. He's got a lot of experience outside of real estate, but he has some real estate clients that he works with. But it was a very interesting uh, that where he was brought to me from. And I'm really excited to have him on today because he's going to talk about negotiating, working with people, and a lot of the things that I think that our listeners will really benefit from in the real estate investing world. And we'll talk about just why people do what they do sometimes. And I'm really excited about this one. And he's got a lot to offer here, the power of language (laughs) to persuade, sell, heal, and turn stumbling blocks into the actual things that you barrel over. So I want to make sure we give him some time today. So Paul, thank you for being here. And why don't you give a brief introduction of yourself? Thank you. So my name is Paul Ross and my mission is to take already successful business people, entrepreneurs, show them how to crush their personal best and maybe even crush their competition if you're that cutting edge by using the power of subconscious communication. I like to call what I do the subconscious sales and negotiation advantage because when you know how to communicate with a part of the mind that really makes the decisions, the subconscious or unconscious mind, I use the terms interchangeably, then you begin to have tremendous leverage in your already existing process. It's already successful. I tend to work, those are the people who I have so much joy helping are the people who are already on a rocketing trajectory, but they want to go, oh, wait a minute, maybe there's something even beyond my rocket trajectory. And I think these tools, when you layer them into your already existing process, will show exponentially greater results. And that's what I'm here for, to deliver little nuggets where you can get not incremental improvements, but exponential improvements. The difference between, between having a horse and buggy and having a car, that's the kind of difference. So let's dive into that a little bit. Let's just get right into the meat and potatoes. Uh, Most of our real estate investors negotiate every single day of their lives. They're negotiating with sellers, with buyers, you know, like, but most of them, I would say a lot of them are negotiating on the selling on the side. When someone wants to sell a property, they're talking to them every day. So what, uh, and a lot of those people are in distressed you know, our distressed sellers, the people that can't sell through a normal realtor or whatnot. So why don't you talk about a little bit about, you know, like what type of language that they use with the sellers and like what they might want to say or whatnot too. So So part of having a sales advantage using subconscious communication is to ask yourself a different kind of question. I'm going to give you exact languaging, but I also want to give you a different kind of understanding of the sales process. And I don't care whether you're selling directly business to business or you're doing a negotiation. A negotiation is a subset of doing a sale. You've got to sell that seller on the fact that they want to put their property with you. That That's what you're doing. So the first question to ask is, what state of mind do I want that seller to be in so they're receptive to what I have to say? Most people are focused on here are the facts, here's the data, here's the financials, here's my track record of what I've done. 
that makes no difference if the person, if the seller is in a state of fear, they're overwhelmed by other people making similar offers, they can't focus, they don't trust themselves. And I would say this is a real big one. No like and trust is very important. You've heard that before, right? Yep. But particularly someone who's in a distressed situation, what makes you think they trust themselves to make a good decision? Mm-hmm. Where's yeah. that written? So I think one of the things you have to do is assist them on the unconscious level once again, because it is the unconscious that makes the decisions. We know this. Most of our decisions are emotionally driven. Facts, data, and figures are important. You've got to get your financials lined up. Don't get me wrong. But if that were the only factor, then everyone would be successful in this game. It's not the only factor. It's the soft skills that really, really make the difference between doing okay and, and skyrocketing. So here's the thing. What state of mind do you want that seller to be in when they're in the conversation with you? Can I give you a metaphor, please? For sure. So we're going to conduct a current of electricity. And this is not a trick question. We have a sheet of gold foil and a sheet of cardboard. Not a trick question. Which one's going to conduct the electricity? The gold. Exactly. So how do we create that gold foil state in the mind of the seller of wanting to believe you, of being totally focused on what you have to say, of liking you right away, and even trusting you right away? So the first question is state of mind. To me, selling is about creating different states of mind. And more importantly, what state of mind do you want to be in Hmm. before you pick up that phone? Because to me, it's funny you use the word investing. To me, the ultimate state of mind is to be outcome independent and uninvested. Hmm. So you're outcome independent, you're uninvested, you're interested in the deal, but you're invested in growing your skills. Does that make sense? So what's, what state of mind do you want to be in? So you're outcome independent, you're uninvested, and you wield the twin swords of humor and again, being process oriented. Okay. All right. Does that make sense? Yep. So let's get down into the how. Now that I've given you the what, can I give some gold nuggets in, yeah, uh, on sure. the how? All right. So how do we create this kind of rapport over the phone? I'm ass- or I'm assuming you're doing this on the phone. A lot of people are doing it on the are phone. doing it on the phone. All right. How do you, how the hell, pardon me, how the hell do you do that? particularly when they have other people calling them, et cetera, et cetera. Well, there's certain words that if you use them, they're suggestions. If you use these suggestions in your opening dialogue, the unconscious mind says, oh, I trust this person. They are my leader. I can relax and believe them or at least give them the fair hearing. And the words are we together explore, invest, and share. We explore, invest together, share. They're what I call implied relationship words. May I show you exactly how it would work? Sure. It's going to sound a little foreign and alien. So you make a little small talk. You say who you are and the purpose of the call. You say, so before we explore this opportunity together, I just want to invite you to please share the questions that naturally arise when a great decision is being made. Well, let's unpack that. I know that sounds unusual. We explore. So before we, what's the difference between saying before I show you our plan? 
as opposed to before we explore our, this, mm -hmm. our plan. What's the difference between the two? Can you tell me? I, if I say I show you, it's something I'm doing to you. But when I say we explore, we already implies we're on the same side of the table. It's implied. Explore. When there's an exploration, that implies something, to, a shared activity, correct? Yeah. And for every exploration, here's the really clever part. You ready for this? Yeah. For every exploration, there must be a leader. And for every leader, there must be a follower. Exactly. So you're implying, you're not saying it. You're not saying, okay, Mr. Smith, Mr. Invest, Mr. Seller, I am your leader. You will trust me. You're not saying it directly. If you said it directly, what would they do? They'd probably cuss you out before they hang up, right. hang up the yep. phone. But you're implying it. Do you understand? And when you imply something, the unconscious mind makes sense of it on the unconscious level. Yeah. Before we explore this opportunity together, together once again implies a relationship. Before we explore this opportunity together today, I just want to invite you. When you extend an invitation, that again implies a relationship mm -hmm. to share the questions. What's the difference between saying share the questions and ask the questions? Sharing sounds a whole lot better than asking. It doesn't it? It's implies, <laughs> please feel free to share the questions that naturally arise when a great decision is being made. That little bit of patter will create, not consciously, but remember, it's the unconscious that makes the decisions primarily. Right. That creates already in the first few minute or two the unconscious mind goes i can trust this person and they'll lead me to make a decision that i can trust yeah does that make sense yeah that makes a lot of sense and it's very unconventional but again one of the things i like to point out is if you want to get a result that's much better than what you're used to doing you have to turn to a completely different way of thinking it's not enough to have a new playbook which I do write a new playbook for people, you have to have a different way of looking at the game. The financials stay the same. Don't get me wrong. I don't know jack about financials and working out the cash flow. I'm assuming a big thing is the cash flow, is looking to see what is the cash flow of the property, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know. I don't know about that side, but I do know about the soft skills and the communication part and getting all of that across. So let's, since this is the Profit First for Real Estate Investing podcast, that was amazing on the soft skills and the negotiation up front. But when they are on the back end, it's more like they have to sell themselves on the financials and making sure that they have the right mindset about going into the financial aspect of the property. Can you talk about when people talk to themselves? You know, like what are the, what are some barriers that, because that's the biggest thing we deal with when we implement profit first with people is so many people already have a preconceived notion of what a business owner is. They know, beat my chest. I'm never going to take a paycheck. I'm going to pour everything back into my business and I'm going to go broke doing it. You know, there's a lot of things that they hear from the outside world that they need to reprogram inside of their, you know, mentality. Can you speak to, you know, reprogramming maybe some beliefs that you might have personally or that we might have personally that. Yeah, yeah we, absolutely. Through. Absolutely. So I'm going to drop, I have a coach and my coach is 
Paul, if you give away so much, people are going to think it's like a one night stand. They're done with you. They don't want to talk to you anymore, but I'm going to give you one gold nugget. Okay. All right. This is a technique I came up with in a former career. I actually have a former career. I don't put up my one sheet because I like to surprise the host with it. I have a former career as a dating coach. Oh, wow. Really famous dating coach. I dealt with guys who are like 30, 40, 50 year old men who never had a date in their life. So you can imagine the limiting mindsets they brought into my events and into my coaching with them. And they would say things like, I just am a loser. I don't believe I can do this. I've never been able to have this success and find a girlfriend or or a wife. And I gave them three magic words. Here are the three magic words to reprogram anything. and, And I'll unpack it for you. Those three magic words are up until now. So if you have the belief that says, you know, I'm, I just am going to lose everything or I can't do this, I teach my clients to say, up until now, hmm. it was my experience that I didn't have the skills to enjoy my success. Yeah. Up until now. Because you see, in any battle between the conscious and the unconscious mind, I keep coming back to the power of the subconscious or unconscious mind. Same thing. I'm a hypnotist. It's the same thing. In any battle between the subconscious and the conscious, the subconscious is going to win. So you need to get rapport with the subconscious. You say, yes, up until now, it's been a problem. So you're not suddenly saying, yes, I can do this. I am a success. Because the unconscious, the subconscious is going to go, no, you're not. Look at all these examples of when you couldn't do it. So up until now, takes the problem. It puts it squarely in the past. It says, yes, it has been a problem. It gets rapport with the unconscious. It's acknowledging the subconscious mind and saying, yes, I get it. We've had a problem. Now will you help me fix it? The minute you get rapport with the subconscious, it stops fighting you. It becomes your friend and says, yes, now I'm open to helping you. I'm open to helping you change. Does that make sense? That's awesome. Yeah, I love that because that's definitely... One of the biggest barriers we have when we work with people is that up until that point, they've either learned, you know, and been programmed, you know, a different way than what is actually healthy for them when it comes to their finances. So I love what you said there about building rapport with your subconscious, because like you said, it's if you're telling it one thing, but it's it doesn't believe it. It's just going to dismiss it. But if that's what you're gaining the rapport, I love that. That's why affirmations don't work unless you first clear out the negative. Right. If you've got, if you say, I know I can do it, I know I can do it, but you've got all these memories in your mind of not having done it, you're just going to exhaust yourself. And if you're, as you're watching and listening to this, if you've ever had the experience of personal change, feeling difficult, feeling like there's an internal struggle, that's because there has been an internal struggle. Yep. That simple three word phrase begins and hear me, it begins, it doesn't complete it. It begins the process of change because it opens the gates and evens the playing field. I love that. That's great. I think that's provided a lot of value here because, yeah, thank you. I mean, out of any, you know, because we, we have so many people come on and they talk about tactical, you know, things or like uh, around finances or around their investing or whatnot. But this, is what I believe will truly help someone when they're first taking those first few steps and really get down deep what they need for long-term success. Because it's not just, if they just are constantly gaining tactics, that's great and executing. But like if they don't get it inside of themselves and can help their subconscious really get over those humps, I think 
you know, it's, it can be for not, you know, like if they're just well, <laughs> the same mistakes over and over again. Well, it's true. And I saw this again, coaching guys who are 30, 40 and 50, have never had a date. You can only imagine the mountains of negativity they okay. had in their mind. So if I can do that with them, taking relatively competent, successful people in a field like this and showing them how to blast past where they've been and build into rocket level success is, listen to my words, relatively easy. It's not easy. It's relatively easy. There's always going to be some work involved. I don't say that what I do may sound kind of magic. It's not magic. It's mechanics and engineering that borders on magic. So it takes work, but it can be done. And work can be fun. We can enjoy our work. Yeah, I like that. That's really good. So as far as that goes with our audience, I think what uh, I'm going to just have a couple last questions here. The first, first question, what would you give just general advice to the real estate investors listening right now? Is there any other gold nuggets or anything else that you would want to give to them before we wrap up? I would say this. Always remember, you're never selling your deal. You're always selling decisions and good feelings about decisions. You're never selling your product or service. You're never selling your deal. You're never selling your offer. You're selling decisions and good feelings about decisions. And you cannot do that with facts, figures, data, information, influencing the conscious. That's required, but it's not the big piece. The big piece is influencing the subconscious mind. Otherwise, you're le- you, can you do it without it? Yeah, but you're leaving. You're, it's like going to the casino and playing blackjack without having a real good strategy. You're playing for fun. All right. I, I, I like having fun, but I don't want to play for fun when it comes to what the food I'm putting on my table and for my financial future. Yeah. Does this make sense? You got to get the financials down. But you also have to have the the laser skills. I don't even like calling them soft skills. That implies they're not important. The laser skills, the super skills. Yeah. No, that's great. So, Paul, you've been a, an amazing guest today. Is there any way our listeners can provide value back to you? Like, do you have sure. coaching or like, is there somewhere to connect with you if they want to learn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's what I suggest they do. And again, I, I mean this in, in a kind way and in a, in a loving and compassionate way because I don't want to waste people's time and I know I don't want to have my time wasted. Right. I really do love, my mission is to work with people who are, all, who are cutting edge already and they're thinking they're already doing really well and they're looking for that edge on their own best day. They want to crush their own best day and I like competitive people. So if you think that's you, you can apply to work with me. Go to speaker Paul Ross forward slash apply. I have a few slots. You do have to open a pretty big checkbook to work with me. The 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 initial consultation, if I like your application, is complimentary. But to work with me, you have to open a big checkbook. But I do guarantee my work. And I love, I just have to tell you one quick thing. I told you, I shared this for the pre-interview. I had a client who's a syndicator. I don't know how close it is, but he's a real estate syndicator. He gets pools of people together to invest in properties. He was about to lose a $4.5 million deal because the seller wanted to pull out because the seller's son was saying, no, 
these retroactive Biden tax increases, and I'm not trying to be political here, I'm not political at all, are going to kill us. And he used his 10-minute panic call. Everyone gets, among other things, a 10-minute panic call, and they never use it. But he, he called me in a panic. So I said, give me 10 minutes. So I got back to him. I gave him six six phrases to use. And he, he texted me back later saying, I got the deal. I immediately called him. I said, sing it with me. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Nice. And I made him sing, but I couldn't hear him clap. So I said, I want to hear those hands clapping. That's great. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'll leave you with. And if you don't feel you're in that category, you can always pick up my book on Amazon. Look at how Photoshop and a professional photographer can help you out. It's called <laughs> Subtle Words That Sell. Look for the handsome picture of the well-photoshopped and professionally photographed guy on the cover. That's me. And it's been a pleasure to address you. I really love, this is my passion is to teach. I love it. Yep. Us too. So I appreciate you coming on today, giving those tips about the negotiation and really honestly negotiating with yourself too. I love that about getting your subconscious and building rapport with it. So thank you so much, Paul. Great to have you on today. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you found this episode valuable, could you do me a quick favor? Can you give us an honest rating within iTunes? And be honest, you could say whether you liked it or not. And obviously with iTunes, the more reviews and ratings we have, the better it is for other people that are searching for a profit first in a podcast. So we'd love to be ranked on there. And that's thanks to your help. So we would really appreciate that if you would like to go give us a rating. Also, if you're looking to connect with us further, I would highly recommend checking out our Facebook group, Profit First for Real Estate Investors. And that's literally what it's called. So you can type in Profit First for Real Estate Investors and you'll be able to find our Facebook group right there. So come join active real estate investors who are supporting each other and growing their businesses and profits together. That's what that group is all about. The link should be in the description below. And if you're interested in working with us and implementing Profit First in your real estate business, we offer coaching and guidance. So if you want to work with someone who's actually Profit First certified and who works right now currently with real estate businesses, you can actually go start your application process by going to simplecfosolutions.com forward slash apply, or just go right to simplecfosolutions.com and there's an apply button right on there. If you want to actually start your Profit First journey with someone who can actually walk you through those step-by-step and help you know and grow your cash flow. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of the Profit First REI podcast. See you next episode.